Martin from Churches. It could have been who's the uh, the Lauren Martin and who's the other one? Skrillex. Brunch. Hit it, boys. People often ask us, why don't we walk around while podcasting? Common complaint, we get it on the Twitter, the voicemails are just full, why don't you walk around? The issue is, wooden floors here. If we step in the wrong spot, you might hear the sound of a creak. And you're already going to hear that sound for the next 20 to 80 minutes. A lot of creek talk. A lot of creek talk. We're going to do Creek Week at some point, we've decided. Yeah. Long time coming. Creek Week, I love because it's, you you tell somebody that you're doing Creek Week in 2021, they're like, oh, I love Shit's Creek. And you're like, no, bitch, Dawson's Creek. (laughs) Yes. We're talking to, I I was telling you the meme I was thinking of making, the Drake meme. Doing one of the no to Boston Cream. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, to Dawson Creek. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Also, arguably the biggest stretch in the world. Dawson, I mean, Boston Cream, not good. Yes, I agree. Not I don't good. care about Boston Cream. No, definitely not. I, I'm, I, I'll go as far as to say I'm a little disappointed that that's what outsiders think that like Boston is about. Yeah, outsiders, when it comes to Boston food... I think just kind of have the wrong idea. What do you like, think they think? How often do you eat lobster? <laughs> Very <laughs> little, yeah. yeah. It's like a once, like it's like a summer event when I eat lobster. Yeah. And I usually don't eat it in Boston. I usually eat it in Maine. Right, it's you head up to the north. That's but, right. But I was going to say, often do you eat chowder? But really, Clam it's as often though. as I remember to. That's true, yeah. like it's It's more like, I think that people would be surprised at how little you run into clam chowder around here. Right, if... Uh, Weird pre-concert move, but there is a great um, amphitheater on the water in uh, the seaport called the, insert bank name today. (laughs) Changes every uh, year. Pavilion. And right down there, there is Legal Harbor side. Awesome. Great spot to go to grab a drink. Stand around. It's obviously, it's obviously, I'm explaining this to people who aren't from Boston. Uh, there's a nice rooftop. Mm-hmm. It's a very nice time. I was there uh, one year, I was there, uh, and there was a Sarah McLa- McLaughlin show at the pavilion. Ooh. I have never seen a, as many hot moms in my life as just really like flooded, just the flooded legal harbor side after the Sarah McLaughlin show. Just the opposite of a Carly Rae Jepsen concert. That's like, right. If you want, like, polar opposites for people that are at a concert, I would have gone to that Sarah McLaughlin concert, but um, every now and then, like, I've gotten, like, a pre-concert chowder, because if you're there and you're like, oh, we're going to grab bite, what do we get? Like, ah, I'm at legal, and I can get some chowder. Real good. I'm realizing as I say this, this is how wrong people have <laughs> the, like, Boston food idea although i'll be honest i don't think anyone even thinks about boston food probably not the, but if you were to say like what do people eat in boston i think they'd probably say like don't clam they just chowder. like drink beer and then like throw the cans at each other or something but they might say clam chowder or something like that i don't even know where the good clam chowder is as i was saying i'm illegal i gotta get clam chowder maybe there's a uh, chowder head out there who 
Just like, think, like, get a load of this basic idiot. Right. Where's the, I don't know, where do you get chowder? I don't know, honestly. Don't I? I don't know of any like chowder specific places. I'm sure that the legal one is yeah a, amongst the best. Look, if you mess up clam chowder, right, you suck. <laughs> All it is, let's the ingredients are just like heavy cream and potatoes, right? Yeah, essentially. And then They're sometimes like they throw in um, you throw in like yeah. a, like a teeny little bit of fish. Yeah, but that is it's delicious. Heavy cream and potatoes is. There's uh, another soup like that. Have you ever had potato leek soup? No. Oh, boy. That's a great soup. And any heavy cream-based soup is tough to mess up. Heavy cream, one of the, I don't want to say underrated, but... Oh, boy, here we go. One of the unsung dairy <laughs> We products. don't talk enough about how good heavy cream is. There was one recently. Oh, Martin from Churches. It could have been... Who's the... Uh, Lauren Martin and who's the other one? Skrillex. Skrillex, correct. Um, <laughs> and Diplo, Justin Bieber was they was in that group for a little bit too. Yes. Um, anyway, I think it was Martin. One of the one of the men from one of churches the churches tweeted. Uh, I'm trying to think of the exact phrasing. The gist of it was. Bad Liar by Selena Gomez is legitimately the most slept on song of all time. Incredible. And I wanted to respond. I'm not, like, I'm not, you know that song was on the charts, right? Right. Like, <laughs> I want to respond like Bad Liar by Selena Gomez has been streamed <laughs> five billion times. And I'm saying that without looking, but I know it has. Yeah, definitely. Like, I that's this between is, YouTube, Spotify, like everybody heard and loved and loves Bad Liar by Selena Gomez. Yeah, this is a weird thing because, like, this week I started listening to Churches again because they came out with a song with John Carpenter. Yeah. Did you did you listen to that at all? No, you it's told me It's that... quite good. Yeah. And uh, I'm very excited about it. And it's just, like, a, the weirdest collaboration. He throws some of the... Uh... I thought it was, like, a song for, for, like, the new Halloween movie. It's not. That would make sense. Yeah, it's not. Uh, you know what? The new Halloween... It doesn't work... To do things that make sense, though, for the new Halloween movies. That's true. I still, which is what a great move. I'm very excited. Just pretend all those other movies didn't <laughs> yeah. happen. Nah, this is the second one. And well, it- that's one of the uh, one of the episodes this week. We're going to talk about uh, a movie that pretends like yeah. its predecessor didn't happen. You know what? This feels more like we started. We're taping the Wednesday episode and the Friday episode uh, today because Pete's got a big week. He's traveling for work, so we're jamming in uh, a bunch of tapings. And this wasn't in- is intended to be the Dawson's Creek bonus episode, mm-hmm. but this vibe so far already feels like more. Are we going to pivot? Episode? Are we going to pivot? What do you think? I'm, I'm down to pivot on the fly. I mean, we generally don't go as loosey goosey. On the bonus episodes, which is very funny, very that's great of us that the bonus episodes <laughs> have are the, structure are the only <laughs> places that we have structure and notes and everything ready to go. But we've vibed enough so far that it kind of feels, um, it kind of feels main episodey. 
I don't okay. Know. Yeah, or that's we, fine. We could really just shoot our, you know what, throw <laughs> Dawson's Creek into this episode, and then really be screwy. Then make um, Suicide Squad the bonus episode. <laughs> no, I want to do Suicide Squad for the main episode. Okay, Suicide Squad for the main episode, so, which so, is now. So then, so then <laughs> this is a, so, I guess. Yeah. So we are now in the main episode. Welcome everybody. People... <laughs> Remember that part about Creek Week? Yeah. No, you, we we just talked about the Creek. We talked about how much we liked okay. the Creek and how we right. want to do Creek. Okay. Week. So it all it all works. When there are no rules. It's all kosher, I believe. For real, though. Before we get into Suicide Squad, let's get it out there because the the main listeners might not know because we mainly do it on the Patreon episodes. How Dawson's Creek has really gotten its hooks in us. Oh, definitely, definitely. And, and always random episodes. Yeah, we only do random episodes. We throw out the number and we we f- come up with selection process. Last week was. The Wendy's drive-through menu with one gotta go. You guys picked to remove the Baconator, which was number four. So it was season four, and then we did our wild thing. move to get rid of the Baconator. By the way, I've I've we, I've been on this train for many times on the podcast. That broke Pete's heart. Yeah, the Baconator is the best fad, fast food item of any food. I I really have to try it then. It's so good. Wow. I mean, bacon. Good. Call, call me crazy. <laughs> bacon, really good. And the other move, this is exciting. Bacon is the most slept on meat. (laughs) This is exciting because now we're in this like half, is this for the Patreon people? Is this for everybody type of thing that now I'm just totally letting that guard down and I want every Patreon thing we would say to be in this main episode. Normally, we like plug the Patreon in the Patreon episode. <laughs> Which is a genius, genius strategy. That has kept though that number of patrons very stagnant. Mm-hmm. It has kept that number tight <laughs> and locked in because we do a bang-up job of, I guess, telling people to just stay subscribed because yeah. they, they're already listening to it. So a thing that we would normally bring up in the Patreon episode is the fact that part of our Dawson's Creek episode selection process is we post on the Patreon pick a number between 1 and 23 and that determines the episode mm-hmm. and the patrons go bananas the thing that they love to do most is just shout numbers at that us. is the most interaction we get and we know what our listeners are we know what our numbers are for the podcast so we know how many listeners we have we know how many um like very active vocal kind of like core bruntouchables there are and the number of people that respond to pick a number is way closer to the number of total listeners. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think people are going in there for like seconds because for, we have, the, do you have, uh, they could create burner accounts. Do you have brunch? Do you get the brunch email on your phone? Yeah. Yeah. My phone is blowing yeah, up. Yeah. Same. I know, three... I know exactly when you post something on Patreon because it's just all comments. Boom, boom, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. boom. It's so, just all just numbers. So we love the Patreon gang. Oh, yeah. Didn't see that. And, and it's not like there's no shenanigans. They follow the prompts. Right. Like they're not, Number. they're not like, no, idiots. It's always following the directions to like very efficient. Is that the listeners telling us something? Like, Ooh. hey, we like order. <laughs> <laughs> and an executed plan. We also talked on the last episode about how we're not throwing in the towel on goofiness, but um, but I expressed some fatigue with the 
hey, takes, 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 takes. Right. This is what I think. Like, no one cares what I think about anything. And we agree the most fun we have is when we're, like, breaking something down. And I do that for Patreon people <laughs> with uh, that are watching this on video in air quotes. Because that's by far the most fun we have. And uh, maybe maybe in a couple months we'll have more fun doing things a different way. But maybe it's just the Dawson's Creek thing or the movies we've talked about. But breaking stuff down and getting way too into it, yeah. I think, is when we're hitting home runs. Yeah, definitely. I think like um, I, I think the way that I said it was like I'm I'm like too uh, too tired about trying to care about things that don't matter. Like when it comes to having takes on things, and but if like it's natural, I, then great. Right. Yeah. But like, I love to care too much about things that don't matter when it's like Dawson's Creek. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I've, I don't think I've ever forced the like. Okay, I have to have an opinion on this because, um, just like in my quote unquote career over the years, that's always been something that's annoyed me when people are like, "Oh, this person can like have an opinion, give their opinion A on this," artist. and I'm like. Let's make sure that person actually has an opinion because you don't want people just like conjuring right. stuff up. Um, and but I, I really don't think that people do that that much. I think like Skip Bayless is an example of that, and I'm not hating on Skip, but get your money, man. Yes, but, he certainly. But yeah, he, but I, I don't he, like, think we've done the like. Okay, we've we have to like have a take on this. I just think it's more fatigue of voicing every right take and every time and we've also been doing this for like f- like six years at this point so like 100 years old we've discussed everything yeah like people people might know if like if taylor swift comes out with a very basic song that's produced by jack antonoff i feel that i don't need to spend as much time there <laughs> yeah because if like people care then they already know what we've already heard it before yeah so we're uh, going to do something completely fresh and talk about uh, a television show that came out like 25 20 years, years ago. ago or something yeah. like that. Creek's been fun, man. The, the, the way we selected the episode this week um, was I went to the Revolution game and there were three goals scored in that game. So season three, you went to a Zach Brown band concert. I did, and they covered five songs. Yes, so so many covers. Episode I think five. they did. Dude, I think they did more covers than they played their own songs. You got to know that you're getting yourself into that. With I've those seen guys. them before, yeah. and like they they've done covers, but they've never done that many covers. And like I asked around and heard the same thing. It was like I know that they do covers, but they played so many covers last night. They're just I like them. They did some and weird I love covers too. What did they cover? They did like. Rolling in the Deep, uh, they did Enter Sandman, which they always do. Uh, they did America the Beautiful. Yep, they, they did, always do that one. Uh, Sweet Caroline, which I was like, I don't need to hear this song when the Red Sox are in the middle of like a 26-game losing streak. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, they did that. Um, there are a few more that I can't remember. But you know, they're like the only in Boston band. What do you mean? like Zach Brown Band. Yeah. They're like a huge Boston band. Like, what do you what do you mean? They like Boston is why Zach Brown band why like those members are cabillionaires. Oh yeah, I, yeah, the fact they're that like they, way they, huger in Boston than anywhere else in the country. Really? Yes. Okay. They, Not like even Georgia? I think so. Really? They, they, I, Clay Cook was on uh, Michael Hawley's podcast and he said that when they do when they 
go on tour, it's always like double in Boston, whatever wow. they would do anywhere else. So like if they're doing one night in New York, they'll do two in Boston, or if okay. they're doing two, they'll do four or something like that. Well, uh, Zach Brown was wearing a Red Sox hat during the show last night, which I've seen him. But they play at Fenway a lot. They they play at Fenway like so every year. Speaks to which that is point. wild. Yeah, yeah. They I think multiple times Fenway a year. Yeah. And uh, he was wearing a Red Sox hat, and I'd never seen him wear a Red Sox hat at the Fenway shows before. So it's like he usually wears like a top hat or a funky hat. It was weird seeing him in a baseball hat. Uh, cooler than seeing Zach. So I've seen Zach Brown band. They put on a great show, great musicians. Saw Clay Cook in like a little club with like half of the people were Zach Brown band fans, like yelling for him to play Colder Weather and stuff. <laughs> and those people. They didn't mean to suck, but they for sure sucked. <laughs> but Clay Cook rules, so yeah. it's worth going to his Zach. Even if you don't like Zach Brown Band, seeing that human being perform, that makes it worth it. Big John Mayer guy. Uh, that's right. People people forget. Mm-hmm. Roommates at Berkeley, mm-hmm. they say that they taught each other how to write songs. That's awesome. And they wrote some great songs together. I'm sure, not to count anybody else's money, but Clay Cook, like what a nice nest egg might be the wrong to but like, like what a nice cushy, like, cushy landing spot of like uh i'm a musician i'm doing stuff that i find really cool also i wrote no such thing <laughs> yeah. so i probably have royalty checks coming in that's crazy hand over fist he wrote man well uh did did john mayer ever put man on the side on an album i don't know that's good one question. of their songs, and Clay Cook eventually put it on one of his albums, and it's so good. I know that's one that John Mayer would play, and everybody loved it, but Clay Cook is just... You want to talk about polar opposites as far as vocalists go? John Mayer, yeah, very soft. Yeah, He's there to cuddle you. And Clay Cook, Clay Cook is there to, like, with <laughs> yeah. a shotgun. Just to... John Mayer is an acoustic guitar, yeah. and Clay Cook is like an amp just turned shri- all the way up. Yes, yeah. just breaking the thing. Uh, no, uh, John Mayer, man on the side, acoustic, but Ooh. no, it's not on any of uh, not on Maybe any that of can albums. go on to the As Heard on Brunch playlist, because that is a wreck. I, w- I will recommend people listen to Clay Cook, man on the side, co-written with his friend and former roommate John Mayer. I'm excited to talk <laughs> I'm excited to talk Suicide Squad because there's this this came out. We we got to see it. It was on Confirmed. HBO Max. Yeah. Which friend brought this up like the HBO Max releases over the last year they're batting like 2%, 3%? Yeah, a lot of them have not been good. Uh, I said, like, I think this one might be the best. Spoiler alert, loved Suicide Squad. Uh, but yeah. then you brought up that they, they had Judas and the Black Messiah, which right. definitely better. Yes. But, like, Suicide Squad, a ton of fun. Yo, I liked it a lot, and I've never seen a Suicide Squad movie before. Don't get anything. Don't understand anything. Don't understand didn't understand anything when i watched this movie but i just tweeted out after i texted you i was like yo this movie's so fun and i don't think you were done yet but you were like right yeah this is a great time so i was like okay i at least got one suicide squad head that is supporting yes you have seen a good movie so i blasted it out into the twitterverse like so how good was that suicide squad movie and everyone was like are you kidding 
That movie was stupid, DJ. Wait, really? Yeah, and one of my friends texted me, and he was like, oh, that movie was bad. What? But since I... I loved it. Since I've poked around, I think it was maybe just like a little divisive, but with a lot of people who loved it. Okay. Let's yeah, see I what mean, it was. Uh, you haven't watched any of the, the Gardens, Guardians of the Galaxy, have None you? None of those, anything. Okay. okay. Yeah, so the guy who did Guardians of the Galaxy, James Gunn. And it, a gun, yeah. Yes. Uh, did this one, and it's like pretty similar in the way that like it it has a lot of fun, the humor's pretty good, uh, it's it's quite goofy, uh, and it's it was way more gory than I expected. Definitely. Uh, update, Twitter was just being itself, because... It's a 91 on Rotten Tomatoes with an 84% audience score. So the only 16% of people who didn't like it were on and Twitter. And your mentions, yeah. And my one friend who texted me saying, like, I didn't love it. But then they started talking about, well, is it like Guardians of the Galaxy? Like, talking about Guardians of the Galaxy stuff, and that's where I got to bow out. But that's mm-hmm. what makes me excited to have this conversation because you can at least maybe fill me in a little bit. Um, maybe. Don't breathe style. Okay. Uh, I dude, my main thing is it was very fun. Mm-hmm. There were some great shots. The shot of them getting out of the van in the rain. Yep, that was awesome. And it's just like such a basic, like very like comic book movie type is shot. They did it. They did a few of those. Like they did it at the very beginning too, when they're like walking yeah. um, in front of the giant American flag. Yep. Uh, they did one of those, and I was like, ah. This is like so simple, but it's it's fucking like badass. Like it's very cool. Is it going for a? Also, he does such a good job with music. So that that was the other note. Like I, we've learned from our conversation with Randy that I'm a simple boy, <laughs> very easy to win over with the movie. Throw a dope playlist on, uh, dope soundtrack on there. That was a big part of Guardians of the Galaxy too. I knew that yeah. because I've I was at a, I was playing softball and I was playing kickball in Nashville and they were playing tunes and I was like. Hey, whoever put this playlist on, I tip my cap to he, the, whomever, she. And they were, were they like, just like, this is just the Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians sound. of the Galaxy, bro. And I was <laughs> really? like, oh, I got to see that movie because it was incredible. But it opens uh, with uh, Folsom Prison Blues, mm-hmm. live from Folsom. Uh, Sucker's Prayer by the Decemberists. So, like, relatively new Decemberists. That, it was at that point in my notes I wrote Sucker's Prayer. This soundtrack, Caps Lock, rules. Uh, The scene of her, when they string up Harley Quinn, spoiler alert, don't care how basic it makes me, I love Harley Quinn. This is the first time, this is the first Harley Quinn thing I've ever seen. Really? And crazy about Harley Quinn, when she's strung up, like they're torturing her, and she's just singing Just the Gigolo, and then she's humming it. As she like snaps the guard's neck and gets herself free, and then when she walks out to kill everybody, they start playing that. Mm-hmm. They start playing the actual song. I think they played the Louis Prima version. I was like, okay, whoever's doing this, Anna, Anna Gunn, <laughs> knows what she's doing. I, lo- but again, Randy brought up the point of like, if you just play songs everybody likes the whole movie, like, are you, are you just like? putting on a playlist or are you like doing a movie here yeah but i think it, it i think this movie it like works into the movie more than it did in like cruella yeah cruella was for it was real. just like just like soundtrack porn like hey dummies <laughs> yeah. you want to hear yellow yeah you do <laughs> bang this one was like 
it was like performance art. It was in the way that they uh, worked to the uh, worked the soundtrack. I, I I loved it. I loved. I also loved the uh, the the hunt move that they did at the very beginning. Oh where, yeah, where it's just like, hey, we assembled this stacked cast, and by the way, none of them are in the movie. I was a little confused when I saw Pete Davidson in the beginning. Knew he wasn't going to last long, but he was the Josh Tillman of this movie, where you're like. Oh, I think that's Pete David. Uh he's not in this movie anymore. <laughs> I know. I watched. Uh, I watched like the first fifteen minutes uh, a couple nights ago. Like I tried to at the end of the night, and I f- passed out. But I got to the point where, spoiler alert, they kill Pete Davidson in like the first five minutes of the movie, and I was like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> like I th- he was like a big deal that he was in this movie, uh, and I thought that he was like, I thought he was like good. For yeah. like a, the first few minutes, yeah. Look, the rooting for Pete Davidson never stopped. Right. Maybe a little pressure was applied, but the rooting for him never stopped. I didn't know that he was in this movie, but so was he. Was this like a? Um, you watch Scream, so you're in that world now. Was this like a Drew Barrymore type of fake out? I mean, they, they sort of because like they they like hyped up the big the big cast yeah. and. Uh, it was like a obviously we're at like the height of Pete Davidson so mm-hmm. uh, and like him getting into this movie was a big deal okay. but I don't think that he was like he only got the poster okay so to uh, to to finish that in case anybody didn't understand Drew Barrymore gets the poster to herself and scream and dies in the first scene. Spoiler, yeah, if you haven't if, if seen Pete it. Pete Davidson gets the poster, it's because like everybody gets the poster. I could see Pete Davidson getting the Netflix poster though. Oh, ne- definitely. The Netflix yeah. thing, but that is we've only spent a few minutes on that over the years, but that's one of the the greatest rackets going. What that they like that if somebody who gets famous was in anything, right. Netflix will put it front and center with their face on it. So yeah. after I watched The Queen's Gambit, uh Anya Taylor-Joy, is that her name? Was yeah. in something, like a small role in something, and they tossed her on there. Same with um, uh, Lily James in Downton Abbey. Oh, really? They're like, yeah, you want to watch that Lily James show, <laughs> Downton Abbey? Uh, yeah, it, Netflix is has got like some weird algorithm where they a little sneaky. Yeah, a little they, sneaky. they love to throw in like alternative posters. Uh, speaking of alternative and music. They also include Hey by the Pixies, and that made me want to ask you, did you, do you listen to the Pixies? Do you know the Pixies? No. Are you a Pixies guy? No. I love the Pixies. I'm sure you do. There was a time in my life I would probably consider them my favorite band. They're a, Speaking of their... Bo- I was going to say, I was going to I was gonna say, like, uh, aren't they way bigger here than anywhere else? They're way bigger in Europe. Oh, really? They were, they were not particularly big in the States. Okay. And they were very big... In Europe, which is just so American. You have the Pixies and you don't even care. Uh, they just waited till Nirvana kind of did the same thing a few years later. And they were like, yeah, and Nirvana's awesome, but Pixies are better. I would say, in fact, Pixies are so... Pixies, I think, qualify as being underrated because they just didn't get the appreciation. They had some of the greatest songs ever. I, maybe I'll make you a little playlist. I would say two out of three American men don't even know the Pixies. And I know that two out of three men 
not necessarily American, okay. will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. Ouch. Yeah. Hate to hear that. Should we? Ch- I don't know if we should check in with our friends at Circling Back. They're... <laughs> You want to check in on the hairline, baby? We're getting, we're like at the age where we're before 35, but it's like if you lost, Not if we very. lost our hair, it's like, oh, well, people lose their hair before they're 35. We're in that, like, we're in the before, danger zone. We are, we are prone. We are officially before 35. So right in that, hair starts to run away for two, from two or three men. So. We've brought it up before. You, me, and Jeff. This, One of our us. Our group got lucky, but we're not 35 yet. It's, me and you it's got It's down lucky. to you and me. <laughs> That's right. It's down to you and me. Jeff got Sorry, lucky, Jeff. too, because he's a beautiful man. That's true. And he looks incredible. He's the most adorable baby that's ever existed. He's got quite the baby there. It's a strong baby, Pete. More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss keeps offers both damn they offer a simple stress-free way to keep your hair that's keeps convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered where you think they're delivering them probably to like a doctor's office you got to go pick it up maybe like an amazon box mm-hmm. you gotta uh is it Kohl's that does where you can ship stuff you know you could just take something to Kohl's and they'll like counts as an amazon return really yeah okay very so you, cool some some sort of situation like that no, they're sending it to your door every three months. But you guess prob- what? What's that? I bet they do it discreetly too. If that's what you, if that's what you need, yeah, they're doing that. And you know what? If that's what you don't need, they're doing it anyway because they're looking out for you. They, I mean, let's say, I got it. Let's say you are before thirty-five. You. Peter Blackburn. I am. Begin to lose your hair. Oh, gosh. And you want keeps. You want delivered one problem. You don't want the whole world knowing about it. Goddamn nosy neighbors. Yeah. Everybody's going to be telling everybody about Pete's hair situation. I live across from a school. I don't need the kids coming outside being like, look at this old gross guy. They are going to send it discreetly. They are taking care of you. They are doing it for Pete's sake. Ooh. Look at that. I saw that coming <laughs> from when I said I got it. I thought then, I figured that that was it, that you got that's what you got. I thought I could maybe get there in like 30 fewer words, <laughs> but I didn't want to I don't know, like we're not on a clock here. No, definitely not. But they will do it for Pete's sake <laughs> and for your sake. For and for your sake. I guarantee it. <laughs> You're going to love the way you look. We got to start throwing, I guarantee it, into ad reads. The latest way to upset our lovely sponsors. Uh, It doesn't cost much either. Treatments start at just $10 per month and Keeps offers generic versions. It's like one banana. That's exactly. Keeps has more five-star reviews than... Most of its competitors. And you know why they have more five-star reviews than most of its competitors? Because they have more five-star review than all of their competitors. None of their competitors have as many or more five-star reviews than Keeps. Pete, say that back. You add it. You tell them. Not a single company in the world that is a direct competitor to Keeps 
has more five-star reviews. It's insane. Think about that for a minute. Wow. Prevention is key. Treatments can take four to six months to see results, so act fast. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash brunch to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash brunch to get your first month free. keeps.com slash brunch. Keep that beautiful head of hair. Keep it. If you want. If you want. (laughs) That's right. Do whatever you want. I like that we gave them a minute. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just got to soak it in. We did it in like a take a minute. That was probably like 31 seconds, something like that. We could add it in, but I like that we went on natural. Same. Just think about it. I'm thinking about how keeps competitors... She's are, got dunked on. They're probably cooking. They're probably cooking. roasted. Yeah. Do you think the Keeps competitors are going to have to are going to start cooking their reviews to try to keep up? <laughs> you think they send out press releases being like, "We have more five star reviews than almost all of our competitors." We are in the top five percentile <laughs> of five star reviews among hair prevention, <laughs> hair loss prevention. Online, discreetly packaged. But I don't know. Like, are our competitors of Keeps? This is now a bad ad read because now we're like telling people to like look up competitors of Keeps. But like, I, I'm guessing competitors of Keeps aren't doing all the things that Keeps does. So do they even count as a competitor? Because if Ooh, they're sending you it's a like, box, like it's, it's like a Jack in the Box. It's like <laughs> screaming, make all. There's a balloon on top. It's like, guess who's losing their hair? Like. That ain't no competitor of keeps. They're playing different games. Hear That's me? right. Yeah, it's it's like a situation where like, hey, is this really a rivalry if one team wins every time? I, I, all I know is keeps wins. That's right. So it's a good question. It's a really good question. Any more suicide uh, suicide squad thoughts? Yes, yes. It has some rampage vibes to it. Um, I guess with like the oversized starfish. animal, yeah, yeah. It's like a just huge starfish, an absolutely preposterous plot that yeah. like a giant, that giant starfish is being weaponized to like take over the world. Yeah, uh, but it it's like it's so stupid that it works because this movie is like just an absolutely bonkers movie. So here's why I like this movie. Then I didn't totally understand it, but. It doesn't matter. It I, had it had a it had very like Ghostbusters feel to it too. Yeah. I would say Ghostbusters more than Rampage. Right, right. The Rampage was just like a teeny little thing of like, oh, and now this is a crazy monster movie yeah, type yeah. of thing. But I didn't totally understand. There's no way I could have totally understood Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. And I like that movie, and we'll watch it when whenever it's on. That's kind of what I get out of this movie. Same. I thought there were just some great scenes. I didn't totally understand any of the. Um, like when Harley gets kidnapped and she's brought to a prince and she falls in love with the prince and she kills the prince. I didn't understand a second of that. <laughs> and then she explains after, but it could have been maybe I wasn't paying attention or something, but I'm so Harley Quinn is like the, she's kind of like the Joker except. Yeah. Well, she was the Joker's girlfriend. 
Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. So I was going to say a little more human than the Joker. The Because jo- she really throws in a lot of well, like... Well, I believe the origin story of Harley Quinn is that she was uh, she was the Joker's like psychiatrist oh. or therapist or whatever. And like he slowly... Won her over? Yeah, and like sunk his, his claws into her. Like when Elaine dates her therapist in Seinfeld. I don't remember this. Oh, great episode. Elaine is dating her therapist, and she has to break up with her therapist, which I would imagine... It's, Classic Dawson's Creek storyline. Right. I, I would imagine it's probably ill-advised to date your therapist. Well, but that's like illegal, isn't it? Probably. Heart wants... I'm, I'm not judging anybody here, I but like... I feel like the association of therapists would frown upon this. Right. I, I mean, I look far more judgmentally or I pass far more judgment on the therapist in oh this definitely case. Like, yeah of like that's that, that's very big headed of you to be like ah you've come here to feel better and to like live a healthier life I'm I the solution what does that. Yes. Like, yikes that's anyway Elaine in this Suicide Squad recap Elaine is <laughs> dating her therapist and she doesn't know how to break up with the therapist because every time she tries her therapist is like this doesn't seem like a smart move for you this is like a pattern that you've done before blah, 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 and just like throws a bunch of therapy stuff at her so she has to pretend that she's met someone who does she send in cosmo kramer oh boy <laughs> kramer agrees with the therapist that elaine belongs with <laughs> with him i don't remember this episode oh yeah he he leaves and he's like, oh, yeah, that guy was... She's like, so did you do it? And he's like, oh, yeah, that guy's great. <laughs> it's like, you guys are perfect for each other. So I guess that's the Harley Quinn origin story. I thought yeah. that... I'm not I'm not hating here. I f- fancied you for, like, more of a comic book DC, all that guy. So I, I assume that you had everything, like, locked down and oh, no. could fill in all those blanks. No. Okay, that's that's yeah. Like I'm sure there's like Easter eggs and stuff that were included in this that I had no idea. But yeah. like, yeah, I, I know I, I have a baseline knowledge of comic book stuff. Okay, the post credit scene, mid credit scene, I didn't even remember it. I've I, forgotten it. I don't know what it was. I, all I know, all I remember I there was, was one. there's like the weasel. Yeah, that was that's not what you're talking about, right? No, there was something where they showed it looked like a globe or something. Okay, I didn't see that. The I mean, this movie, spoiler alert, this movie. Um, well, I guess you're not spoiling it. You've already seen it because you've already seen the Silicon Valley finale. Oh, they do that. It's the exact same yeah. ending. Yeah, Just rats everywhere. <laughs> yeah, didn't really get that. Thought it was crazy. I was like, oh, like they, they got rats on them. Didn't know if that's some sort of. They had some. They had some wild uh, like heroes involved in this one mm. with the uh the guy who just like shoots polka dots yes <laughs> insane yes. i do have a question so i was surprised that people died in this movie they're like john cena's character for example again we've already said spoiler alert so hopefully we're not ruining anyone's life here um like john cena's character dies yeah so i'm like so he's not in these movies anymore i would think like isn't he part of this no, but, like, the thing about the Suicide Squad is they can, like, they can pull anybody in. Like, the, a lot of the characters in this one were different from the 
uh, original one. Oh, okay. So, like, there's not necessarily, like, a Suicide Squad. So it's just... It's a rotating cast of characters. So it's like the government gets a bunch of criminals to right. do, like, missions for them. Yes. So it's Prison Break Season 4. That's right. I was more surprised that uh, that Rick Flagg died, because Rick Flagg was one of the carryovers from the original one. Let's look up who Rick Flagg is. He's the the, the, the cowboy sort of one. Oh, I refer to him as the handsome guy that fights with Cena. Yes. Yeah. So he Cena kills him. Yes, he does. Yeah. So in, uh, the, in Suicide Squad 2021. Yes. Uh, Rick Flagg was a carryover from uh, the the original Suicide Squad, as was uh, Viola Davis. Um, okay. Who else? Uh, Idris Elba's character was was played by Will Smith in the first one. Harley Quinn carried over, and I think that's it. Idris Elba's they they sw- oh they did like uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal um, yes in uh, Katie Holmes Katie Holmes Dawson's Creek shout out Katie cap. Holmes you know what hey Katie Holmes we'll it, get to you later <laughs> yeah we'll we'll get to you Friday's episode an early favorite I would say like if we're doing betting odds on the Ted Lasso award so non uh, Friday episode listeners. It's it's so great that you get to hear all about these Friday episodes that you're like, I've, I'm choosing to not listen to these episodes. Um, we do, for Dawson's Creek episodes, we do a Ted Lasso Award, which is the person who delivers a good message or overall acts with the highest character. Is that a good way to... Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's very, like, Selkie Award type of, like, <laughs> and otherwise exhibits high character, like, type of phrasing. Um, and not, That'd be the lady uh, Bing. I, I yeah, I, I said that confusingly. I meant like just the way they word those type of things. Oh, like okay, the, yeah, yeah. Who best excels in the defensive? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, uh, just who has the best moral compass? Yeah, who has the best moral compass and or delivers a strong line slash slash message in the episode that we're going to discuss Friday? I would say the heavy favorites, like legitimately like don't bet on anybody else are joey and jen yes right 100 yeah i don't know where i'm going in that yeah well, we got we got some time to, to to decide uh but i will say as a little tease mm-hmm. i think that this was the most insane episode of dawson's creek that we've watched this was this might have taken me the longest to watch because i had to keep taking notes okay and i yeah. just showed by the like the last five minutes you're gonna have to fill me in on because at one point i was uh homeboy from phantom thread like eating breakfast like it's it's too much it's entirely <laughs> too much and i wasn't saying like too much dawson's creek but like i was spending and i was happy to be doing it but i just didn't have enough time i was spending so much time watching this one episode of dawson's creek and hitting pause and then writing down notes <laughs> it so is an absurd it. episode and i cannot wait to talk about there it there was a lot see to, you friday to, to work with are we done with um are we done with suicide squad we don't have to be we let's see. Oh, one of my notes. I think I I don't say this maliciously. I definitely don't care about John Cena as much as everybody else. I don't think that people care about John Cena. Like I would be surprised if people cared about John Cena. My one friend then today, I think, just had a really bad day. Really? Because he was like, I didn't love the movie, and he he's into these movies, and he was like, but dude, how about John Cena? I mean, great. I thought he was good. I thought he was pretty good in this. Yeah, I w- but like, I I wouldn't say that he was better than anybody else in the cast. 
Yeah, like, I think yeah, that's yeah, fair. Yeah. Like, I, I think that he was good, but he he didn't like crush it. Yeah, I Idris guess, Elba was really good. Yeah, Idris I guess Elba, maybe if we're just like holding them to different like standards, right? Like, but I've seen I've seen enough from John Cena that I know that he's a good actor, great actor, Idris Elba, <laughs> and wrestler turned. Well, like, John Re- Cena does good jobs in his roles. Yeah, John Cena's fine. I'm trying to think of something I loved John Cena in, though. Trainwreck. Yeah, I, I thought that that was a uh, was a pretty shallow character. Blockers. <laughs> Did not care for that. Didn't movie. care for that movie either. Let's see. What's John Cena been? I love the John Cena prank call. You know Which, about that, no, right? No, it's a class. It's a prank call. Someone. They, it was like a radio, like shock jock thing. They kept calling these people, saying that uh, they like promoting John Cena's like fight on Friday or whatever, and they kept playing the song. Uh, oh, the do 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 do, and like with the intro and everything, and it's very funny. You're gonna have to listen off like okay. in between recordings. You'll laugh very hard. But let me see what John Cena's been in where I've. Because I do believe I've liked him in something. He's in uh, the Fast and Furious movies. Maybe it was was he in Hobbs and Shaw? Um, I'm gonna tell you what's getting a lot of WWE stuff on. <laughs> um, what was Doolittle? Did I see Doolittle? No, that was the. Uh, was that the Robert Downey Jr. Yes, one? Yeah. you should check that out. I heard that was terrible, so I'm down. Yeah, Daddy's Home too. Maybe we liked him in. Oh yeah, Daddy's Home Two was a good time. Oh no, yeah, he's in he's in both Daddy's Home. That's right. He's like the his character is actually named Cool Dad. <laughs> and let's see, do they give him a name in Daddy's Home Two? Um, I think he has a bigger role in that one. Yeah, he's Roger. Okay, in Daddy's Home Two, he's in Trainwreck. Yeah, I think Trainwreck may have been the first movie I saw him in. It also very possibly could have been his first movie, maybe. No, because he he was like an action movie person before that. I mean, if we did Cena Week, it would be you'd be absolutely carrying the entire thing. Why and getting a lot of? Oh, uh huh. Because I just like don't know a <laughs> he, lot. Or... He was an action movie guy, uh, and he had some really terrible, uh, really terrible action movies okay. when they were like first trying to make him an actor, like See, a leading man. Seems like a decent lad, though, right? Yeah, like, he's one of those guys, I don't know, I, I don't think that he's ever going to, like, carry a movie. I don't think that he's ever going to be, like, the leading man that knocks you off your feet. Yeah. But, like, in a situation like Blockers, where you have Ike Barinholtz, who yeah. can, like, sort of guide, Leslie Mann was great, like, mm-hmm. he can work in that mix and be a headliner, but he's not going to be the guy. That's fair. Okay, maybe I'll... I, I don't know what's going to get me more into it's. It sounds kind of like John Mayer, although John Mayer's way more talented. But like, yeah, as he's far a leading as like, man. yeah, yeah, he's a leading man. Yeah, shut but your I mouth. guess as far as like, you're never going to be like, whoa, John Cena blew me away. Like, typically, no one's going to be like, yeah. wow, like John Mayer. Uh, Apparently, your friend though was like, ugh. Yeah, yeah, he was quite impressed with his uh, his performance. Um, you brought up Idris Elba. A nice like spin-off of this movie or sequel would be Idris Elba's character and his daughter. 
because those two people hate each other. <laughs> oh yeah, and they were just like throwing like real like real life insults. So that they were that was a couple of heavyweights. Just. Yeah, when they were uh, when they were talking in the prison, uh, like on the opposite sides of the glass, they were going at each other's throats, and I was like, God damn! They were like, Hey, Suicide Squad, bunch of crazy stuffs going on. We're just gonna just sneak in a quick marriage story, like <laughs> slash Kramer versus Kramer. Don't don't worry. And like that was the most I was like gripped the entire movie. But maybe I'll watch it again to see if I understand it more. I asked like, should I watch the other one? Don't. People said don't. Yeah, don't. It's not good. And that is Jared Leto as the Joker. Yes. Now I eh, maybe like four years or something. Check it out. Eh. Really? Like it's like it's, not even, it's quite bad. It's not even fun. Bad. No. It's it's so it. So this one feels, uh, this one feels a lot less cheap. I would say the first one felt very cheap, mm-hmm. where it was like, oh, we are making a, we are making a comic book movie, and we are like turning into all of the like the, we're playing up all the the stereotypical comic book card, uh, movie type tropes, yeah. and they didn't do any of them well. Ah. so like I would say. Whatever you saw in this one that you liked, you will not see it in the first one. So it's not. I compared this movie. I make. I compared this movie to a lot of movies that it's nothing like, and I understand that. Um, like, I Marriage compared story. it to, to Baby Driver. They just like dress up and do missions, and there's cool music. Well, I think like Baby Driver is not the worst comparison, especially when you in this movie they throw you right in. Yeah, which I really like. There's so does like, Baby Driver. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why I, I like that comparison. Uh, there's very, uh, very little fat on this movie. For sure. And uh, I just was, thought it was a great time. Yeah, good time. We're going to have a good time Friday. I don't know if we've said it yet, but <laughs> if you want to check out the Dawson's Creek episode, we're going to do it Friday. And we are considering at some point doing a Creek Week where, as Pete said, really throw people off eh, we wouldn't need to necessarily throw people off just say it's creek week and not promise anything with Shit's creek but just do dawson's creek because these we are having a blast doing these dawson's creek episodes i would like to do uh like a creek week creek week art that is like that style is stylized like Shit's creek love it and then we just do dawson's creek instead of Shit's creek i also love becoming dawson's creek guys when we've legitimately seen now four, four episodes? episodes yeah 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 and and like loving every second of like it. we're qual like i think we're qualified affleck guys we yes. like did a lot of research saw a lot of movies we've i think we've seen more affleck movies than the average person but i like branding ourselves as dawson's creek guys when we, we have don't know anything about it absolutely seen very little of well, it. we're starting to piece together uh like some some uh like characters and stuff and and it, it kind of bums me out the more that we watch like i love watching it but i i hate knowing right now you're starting to get it yeah well fortunately the episode we talk about on friday leaves a lot of <laughs> i don't know what any of this is so <laughs> yeah. we'll talk to you then